Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Psychic Coffee Shop's Mountain Bear episode with me, your host, Asa Knight, and of course, my cohort in crime and multi-levelable dimensions, my techie friend, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hey. How's it going, Asa? Hey. Oh, it's going well, getting totally evil as normal. It has been a week. Yes. Yes, we've learned some new techie stuff. So, Joe, won't you tell us about our little techie stuff before we dig into some damn dirt? Well, a while back, I had introduced Asen to Second Life, and he found it to be really awesome because it was helping him on the networks, which apparently are very responsive to computer activity, and there is nothing like a three-dimensional game to uh, eat up some computer cycles. Mm-hmm. So, very yeah, much. We've, so. we've been we've been setting some things up in there. We've had an interesting day. We have. We can now do readings in Second Life. Yes, Ace and Hot Space Night. And you can get a reading. But yeah. also, the cool thing is, you can also. Listen to us on your laptop, your devices, there in Second Life without an issue. As a matter of fact, Joe and I both are now broadcasting through Blog Talk through Second Life. Yeah. Totally awesome. Yes. Yes. I'm enamored with the lovely new televisions in Second Life slash computers slash displays slash Whatever you want to call them, because this can be put onto multiple forms. Um, but yeah, you can actually browse the web inside Second Life. So I'm actually mm-hmm. sitting in Second Life in, at my little desk, and um, yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah. I've got everything all nifty and set up, and. Um, yeah, running kind of like a charm. Kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. He's actually done some other cool things today. He built me a table because I couldn't find what I wanted. Um, he built, he built some walls and 
put them to my colors. Um, and he built me a coffee box full of my favorite coffee. He's been awesome today. You guys need to check him out. Um, and, you know, Second Life is one of those worlds where we can escape, we can control our world, we can fix our own world. If we don't like where a wall is, we can move it. As long as you have the prims to do it, you can do almost yeah, right. anything, apparently, in Second Life. And it, it, it does take a learning curve. Can I point out, we've already maxed out our prims on the property. <laughs> That's the reason we got this property. We can go up a level if we need to. Well, that's 10, true, but thousand. no, I mean, we already hit the 300. Yeah, we'll probably go to the 500 level. Uh, Yeah, yeah, our landlord's going to yeah. love us. Yes, he will, because, you know, one of the rules of the land of the tenancy says you will live, you know, make sure that you do more than just have a bed here and change clothes here. You need to live here. Well, by golly, I think he found his dream tenant. Oh, he's going to regret that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 he will. Um, yep. That's okay. So, yeah. um, well, speaking of getting up and moving, um, we had the disturbing story this week of Maddie in Oklahoma. Her family had just moved from Sherman, Texas, I believe, and now they're trying to or getting ready to move back to Houston. I'm double checking. I'm horrible yes. places. I don't know why. Um, yes, they are. Yes, they left Sherman, Texas. They moved to uh, Teal. A C H I L L E. Um, and now they are looking uh, to move to Houston. Um, seeking a more right. open, diverse community for people like my daughter, as Rose uh, or Brandy Rose, uh, Maddie's mom, puts mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, uh, this is a horrible use of Facebook. That's that's what this boils down to. This is just a horrible use of Facebook. This is a horrible way to treat people. I don't even think half the people that said the crap would would dare do such a thing in person. But why don't you tell us in on what happened to little 12-year-old Maddie? Well, of course, you know, 12-year-old first day of school. Throughout the day, you have to do things like go to the bathroom, get to class on mm-hmm. time. Well, apparently the parents of this Facebook group, who all should be ashamed, and there are criminal charges now being faced. Someone had created a Facebook group for the parents called Excel Excel ISP Parents Group. And before the little girl moved, she would use the staff bathroom. Well, now she's in a new middle school, doesn't know where the staff bathroom is, and has to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So, of course, she goes to the girls' bathroom. Well, Jackie Crenshaw 
posted, heads up, parents of fifth through seventh grade girls, the transgender is already using the girls' bathroom. We have been told how the schools has gone beyond and beyond to make sure he has his own bathroom, yet he's still using the girls' bathroom. Really? Look at what's going to be going on this year. Yeah, so... That's the comment that we can read over the air. Um, And we're leaving the improper pronouns that this parent used um, in place. So we're not calling Maddie he, this parent was. So we immediately start at misgendering the child, and then it kind of devolved quickly. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the nice comment. Yes. Um, Coming. Yeah. So ultimately what ended up happening is some of the parents were threatening to castrate Maddie. Um, Some of the parents were um, encouraging what sounded like other students to uh, beat up on Maddie. And this is after – she had been forced into the boys' bathroom, and other students had taunted her to commit suicide at her former school. Mhm. Uh, it. Mm. Mhm. Yeah. This is ridiculous. I, well, it's this is a twelve. Ridiculous. It's. It's. It's unfathomable. Um. Right. Just that, okay, I I can get that maybe you're uncomfortable with people who are transgender. I can get that, you know, we're going to just seem to keep having this bathroom debate. Mm-hmm. I, but I would think somewhere along there you would realize, regardless of how you want to view Maddie, this is a 12-year-old, 12-year-old girl, but more importantly, 12 years old. Why would you do this kind of crap to someone who's 12? You know, I, that, that to me is really the kind of almost, well, it is, it's not almost, it's unforgivable that this you're talking about a child. Furthermore, like, was really? it not just four yeah. Um what, four years ago, you know, bullying was the thing and how we were gonna work against public bullying and we were gonna work against cyberbullying and this goes beyond bullying. This is death threats. Yeah. To a 12-year-old. Yes. I mean, that that's where I sit here, and I'm just like, who are you as a human being that in any way, shape, or form, this goes through your head and then goes into a comment box, and you you don't immediately see the problem before you even hit, you know, post. How, 
how how do you not like type how do you type all of this in and then not sit there and go, ooh, maybe no. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I just and so in another part of this time article, um she looked at me and said, Mom, is this what you were talking about? Are these about me? And she was mortified. She didn't understand. She had no idea that people felt that way about her, Rose says. I didn't even mm-hmm. know how to have the conversation. I stumbled over my words. It was hard to get them out. I just wanted to hold her while she cried. As any any kid would at that point. You you But then again, these are the same people who watch on the news as teenagers get shot to death and mm-hmm. then some of the survivors want to do something, you know, intelligent, like maybe ban assault rifles. Um and you know, sit there and go, you know, no, the, these are actors. The, that didn't really happen. It's, you know, it's a conspiracy. It's a, you know, Sandy Hook didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the, like, I, I can only assume it's the, the, these are the people that come together online and go, yeah, this is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's at that point of mm-hmm. um, So the family has decided for their safety They will be moving to Houston um, Hoping that they have the better resources The sheriff is investigating these posts and prosecuting He also requested that the school be closed Monday and Tuesday. It was closed Monday and Tuesday. The school is putting mm-hmm. staffing in the halls. Staffing in the halls. Hall monitors. You mean like the 60s? But these are professional ones that are trained to protect the students. <coughs> because this isn't just Well, I get, I, I, I get credit know. to the school. Like the school, as far as I'm concerned, has done everything they can do. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't know how uh, a, a school it itself is supposed to do any more than they have done, um, especially mm-hmm. against a group of parents of kids at that school, um, or mm-hmm. not parents, as it turns out. Um, some of the people posting weren't even they, – they have no connection. Um no. But, no, I I think the school really has – I don't want to say they've been over backwards, but I'm going at at the point in which this went so insane, I I don't Mm -hmm. know what else you do. Um, You know, they tried. Um, Mm -hmm. It should have never happened. It should have never happened. Um, I have to give some props. 
for the sheriff. Mm-hmm. I have to give some props mm-hmm. to um, these people's church. Um, they're checking in. They're doing everything they can for this family. Um, these are not normal reactions, but I actually like what the preacher, pastor, which, you know, everybody knows. Jason does always agree with pastors. I like what he says. Well, this isn't about transgenders. This is about a 12-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, That that that's... Uh, hi. Yeah, and then he goes on the quote scripture of, did Jesus not say protect and love the children? Yeah. That... Mm-hmm. Yeah. This this is just not Yeah. Diving. Yeah. Or it should be. Like I, I think every person who reads this should be traumatized. Right. This this is not how we treat children. This is not no. Right. Um I mean it's not even how we should treat adults. Mm-hmm. Um, let alone children. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is why, you know, there's, you know, yeah, we gained some rights. We didn't gain them all. We need to work on trans rights. We need to work on poly rights. We need to work on children's rights. First and foremost. Because well, there are so ignorant people out there. Well, and we're always going to have ignorant people, and and I don't necessarily need them to sit down and have the total come to Jesus moment. You know, if you still want to disagree, or you you are um, not going to be supportive, you're not going to be an ally. That's fine, but don't treat kids like this. Don't treat adults like this. Find a way. To have a con, you know, have an adult civil conversation, or mm-hmm. don't, just don't. Like the easiest thing huh. any of the people in, or, or any of the adults involved in this could have done, um, and mm-hmm. I mean those that made threats and statements online that were so hateful. Um, don't. You know, sorry to go back to Bambi sure. and, and, you know, Thumper here, but um, if you can't say anything nice, just shut up. Yes. That's, I mean, it just feels so stupid to have to sit here and actually have that conversation. Right. Like, I would get having to have that conversation with children, mm-hmm. you know. I I, I get that. But these are grown adults. Mm-hmm. Really? Anyway, I'm sorry. No, it's just Mostly like things so I want to yell and scream right now are inappropriate. Yeah. Inappropriate. Um, and, in, you know incorrect, indirect, you know, we, 
we tried to take the high road. You know, it took our state, what did I, what was it, two years, and I don't even think they've got the debate over on the bathroom bill, um, which for me is a no-brainer, which for those listening, here's some facts. Transgender people don't, you know, do half the stuff the left-wing rightheads do. Um, but more importantly, we all do the same thing in the bathroom. Number one, mm-hmm. number two. Sometimes folks, that's, that's it. Yeah. That's really it. Universal kind of need, hence universal facility. Mm-hmm. Really not difficult. Yeah. Really not difficult. Yeah. Really not conversation. We have to keep having this conversation over and over. We have to keep pushing it. We have to now worry, you know, about other people. You know, I'm used to having, you know, dealing with security issues. Not as a 12-year-old. You know, you're used to, you know, well, no, we don't go to that side of town. But not as a 12-year-old. She's 12 years old. Yeah. What the hell? Fish, no. No. I just, mm. Mm. Trying to take the high road. More than take the childhood. It's time to take, you know, some adjustment here. Well, and and I think the part that, well, the part that really gets me is this is out of the, typically the same group of people who sit there Mm -hmm. that are pro-life, that are screaming about, but what about the children? And mm-hmm. yet we're having a conversation in 2018 that really isn't any different um, than um, the Boys Beware um, little half-baked documentary film thing um, that was put out decades ago. Um, and we're still having that. This, you know, if you're under the umbrella, you're a predator. And I'm going, mm-hmm. okay, one, could we just stop doing that? And two, actually, doesn't bear out in the numbers. Sorry. No. You want to protect your children? Quit being heterosexual. Um, because by the numbers, you face more of a threat when you're talking about heterosexual males. Mm-hmm. I, it, 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 <clears throat> why are we still having mm-hmm. this conversation? Because that's what most of this gets framed in, is that... Yeah. 
you know, this is a man in the girls' restroom. And I'm going one twelve. To um not really exactly no not what's going on now. Mm-hmm. This is another person in a bathroom. Right. Not a hard concept. Here we are. So yes. And part of me wants to say the logical side of me say we're talking about bathrooms, people. Public really? restrooms. Is it that mm-hmm. have we been reduced to that? Really? Yes. Yes. You know, has our intelligence been reduced to the level that we're arguing over bathrooms? To where we're arguing yes. over who can go where? I mean, this reminds me so much of the water cooler of the 60s. Okay. <clears throat> water fountain, so? water cooler, depending. How so? Because mm-hmm. when the integrated schools, they didn't ah, integrate okay. them completely. You know, there were white only this, white only that, white only this. Yeah, you can come to the building, but you ain't going to get a drink. Yeah, you can go for a trip, but you better take food with you because no restaurant can serve you along your way. Mm-hmm. You know, these things are just ridiculous. Did we not well, learn? Well, yeah, we're going with a separate but equal approach to try to make everyone happy, mm-hmm. and realistically, it's not going to work. Mm-mm. Like we've done separate but equal. It's a bad idea. It's a very um, bad idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You know yeah. Um it's it, it's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea to go binary. It's a terrible idea to go, well, whatever gender you look at. Because I've seen some really femme boys, and they're boys. They're what, you know, 14, 15, got more makeup than I've got in my briefcase, you know, than I have my tackle box on, but still identify as male. Um, So that, oh, where they need their own bathroom, really? Do you know who you sound like? Go back and review some of the crap that came out of the 60s. Go back and review some of the crap that came out of the Democratic Party in the 60s. Well, but it's still coming out now. It's still Mm -hmm. coming out now. Um, I'm trying to remember the... Oh, gosh. Um... Oh, shoot. Charlottesville, the guy who they were interviewing him left, right, and center. Um, and I believe he was the one that did the whole giant list of all the problems with black people and immigrants and da 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 da. And it was a bunch of nonsense. 
You know, mm-hmm. they, oh, they're less intelligent. Oh, they're this. Oh, they're that. Oh, it's so horrible. Um, you know, and that's why he's a racist. But he's not really a racist. Don't call him that. But he's a racist. Jason like, Kessler, he's a full-blown racist. Oh, yes. And he was, well, yeah. if it if it was Kessler, he was also the one that um, was recently, um, and talk about low production value, um, doing a YouTube um, with mm-hmm. a, now that's racist, um, and there's, it was just so bad. He was a guest on someone else's program. The way they were combining the video of, from his Skype call to the host um, was the guy had his, the host had his iPhone on <laughs> like a selfie stick showing the video mm-hmm. of Kessler. Um, and in the middle of all this, um, Kessler's dad walks in and starts screaming at him. So come mm-hmm. to find out, um, yes, um, Kessler lives with his parents, um, who also apparently think he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it was it, it was. There's a lovely YouTube video, must watch. It is up. It's great. It is up. It's wonderful. You know, he's the father is telling him to get out of his house. The reason Kessler is living with his father is because he doesn't have the money to live on his own. Yes, supposedly because of all the lawsuits. So yeah, yeah, and I, I love the reports that that pointed out. Isn't it ironic that the guy who is against you know minorities? And it's supposedly mm-hmm. because they are welfare queens, um, and he's quote unquote sick of paying for them. Is himself living at home, mooching off his parents. Right. It's like, oh, the irony, the irony, the irony. Well, not only that, but you know, he's always fussing about. You know, this one's got this, and this one's got this. You know, this one's living off of welfare. This one's taking from us. Dude, get the hell off your ass and go to work. McDonald's is always hiring. Well, there's that. But not to mention, on top of everything else, mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe this is, you know, I can understand maybe he's trying to launch a career off of this, but I'm sorry, when your last rally had like 14 people, mm-hmm. back it up. Yeah. Back it up. Yeah. This is a fail. Market is a fail. Mm-hmm. Move on with your life. Change your name. I'm not sure how one moves on with their life. I, I no, really don't. To I mean, this is. Oh, yeah. Name change, decent haircut. Maybe you won't notice him. Mm, maybe you lose 30 pounds because he looks a little, you know, looks like his dad's feeding him too much. 
Well, now hold on. Just because we don't like him, we're not gonna body shade him. Hey. It's not that I don't like him. It's that I think that he needs to grow the hell up, act like an adult. Well, yes, but that's kind of the problem here. Mm-hmm. And learn uh, I mean, from some history, sorry, people. Yeah. Well, and, and that's kind of the problem. Is mm-hmm. for a lot of the people that find themselves in this, you know, alt-right, racist, fantasy, march concept, Mm -hmm. um, it pretty much all starts with not believing history. That this is a conspiracy, this is a hoax, this is a conspiracy, that's a hoax. Um, Mm -hmm. And actually the conversation that Kessler was in the middle of um, when he was so rudely interrupted by his awesome father uh, Mm -hmm. was basically denial of what it sounded like, denial of of the Holocaust, denial of Mm -hmm. basically anything negative ever happening to any Jewish person ever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, yep, that's the tinfoil hat club, people. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's that you're way over the edge there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's just like I I don't know how you you talk or rationalize or discuss or anything to someone who is that detached mm-hmm. that in order to support their warped worldview, they're discarding facts and historical documents and, you know, none of that means anything to them. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you reconnect and bring that person back to a point of, okay, and this is reality. This is a common experience the rest of us are sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sharing is caring. Um, come join us um, over here in reality. Um, mm-hmm. Because it, it becomes a little mortifying for me. That, that Like, what do you mm-hmm. say to this person? What, what, what do you think? You've yeah. totally dismissed reality. Um, because what worries me is is this not becoming a bit of a mental health problem? And I'm not making fun of mental mm-hmm. health. I'm really not. I, I, I mean that sincerely um, because I'm sorry, but you've completely checked out of the common experience of reality that the rest of us are having. <laughs> right. That, you know, I... I mm, Mm-hmm. That concerns yeah. me. Well, it concerns me too. It concerns me that we have so many checked out of reality. You know, yeah. around, you know, it's like, really? 
do you not get that, you know, what you're doing is wrong on so many levels that you can't even debate it? You can't get me, you can't get that you, what you're doing is so backwards. And so we already tried this. It didn't work. That it ain't funny. What, you know, part of this do you not get that this does not work? This is not human nature. Um, this is not how you process things, how you grow. This is not what your religions teach. This is what, not what, you know, apparently your parents believe, especially if they yeah. not only kicked you out because you no longer live there, but disowned you. Yeah. I, mm, I, I like I mm-hmm. I don't get it. I try to get it. I don't get it. Um, right. But I think moreover, the the problem I have is going without professional intervention. Mm-hmm. How does someone who is currently dissociated with reality get checked back in? That that's where I just keep getting lost in this is because I, I understand kind of how it's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, because currently we we the Cheeto in the White House um mm-hmm. has a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, with fake news, put some big air quotes on that one. Um and is kind of the reflection of this, that mm-hmm. if you don't like something, just say it's not real and keep moving. Um, because that's basically what he does. Not right. real, keep moving. Not real, keep moving. Didn't do that, even though there's proof, evidence, videotape, and audio that I did it, mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, you know, or even if I said it and you sat there and watched me say it, I didn't mean it. Um, what I meant was, and I I mean, that's been the laughing stock of this whole situation. You know, it's what's the truth this week? or what version of the truth applies this time? Um, You know, how many versions of the story will we go through until we actually start to have a clue what happened? Um, Not that Mm -hmm. we'll ever actually know what happened, because that doesn't seem to be a thing. Um, So I get how this happened. Or why people you know, are becoming so emboldened by it. Um, on one hand, like, I do. I get it. I get it. Um, you know, fake it till you make it, whatever. But there's a point where you have to stop and go, okay, maybe you faked too much. You faked it, you're still not making it, and also the general populace thinks you've lost it. Right. Maybe you need to 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 step back, evaluate, consider what you're doing, 
question is, think about it. Mm-hmm. Get some education on that. Yeah. 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 M- maybe try to disprove your theory. You know, mm-hmm. but I don't think anyone who's jumped on this bandwagon has really sat down and gone, oh, I should have a solid logical reason for thinking this or believing that. Mm-hmm. Let me go find something that would be considered evidence by a sane, rational human being. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like thoughts that like people have. None of that seems to apply. No. None of it seems to apply. I hate miss when they just fall under ignorance. Oh, I didn't know, or oh, this didn't occur, or oh, that didn't occur. And it's like video don't lie, um, tapes don't lie. You know, I don't know if you've heard much of the Omarosa case, and you know, we're not really going to talk about it because I didn't really like her to begin with. Now it's kind of like, hmm, let's watch and see how this happens. Um, Because I think that we're going to start seeing a lot more Armorosa come out. I think we're going to start seeing, and it's going to shake people up to say, this is what you voted for. You voted for it. Yeah. I don't know. Or Russia voted for it. I don't don't think it matters. I, I think with everything else that has come out, there has been plenty of opportunities for people to go, well, that was a bad life choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead, it's just been this continual doubling down is, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't really say that or, you know, whatever they need to. Or it's more important that, um, mm-hmm. you know, I Apparently, it doesn't matter. Um, And especially when you're talking about so much of its base is just not really caring. You know, that that as long as it it appears that he is being nice to the base or Mm -hmm. they can wrap their, you know, wrap themselves in some component of what mm-hmm. he's saying, doing as though it were a real thing um, that we're helping them, um, right. they seem to be okay with it. I I don't know. I, I don't we'll know how you say. derail this. This I, I don't know how you derail this one. Well, the only way you derail this one is to watch it explode. And I'm sorry, it's been yeah. a train wreck since the day he, you know, he, since the day that he announced his candidacy. It was a train wreck then. Well, yes, he it needs was. To astrology. And I think everyone <laughs> thought there was no way this could have could happen. And mm-hmm. then it happened, and we're still all going, "This, this can't be real. This just, yeah. this shouldn't be real. How is mm-hmm. this real?" But it's, it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's real, people. We have to deal with it. We have to, you know, get on the phone and call those yaps. That's what I would say they are. They're yaps. They're idiots. 
and say, Mm -hmm. stop this. You have more than enough to, you know, impeach him. The Mueller investigation isn't even over, and there's enough evidence out there to impeach him. Yes. Okay. Why is in the backwater state of West Virginia, where things are 20 years before it really even matters, Hmm. that we can get rid of a Supreme Court, not just one of them. No, we didn't just get rid of one of them. We got rid of all of them. Yeah. Why is it that that the people that we put into office in Washington can't do the same thing? Well, but we also have to stop and question in West Virginia, what are we doing right now? Um, mm-hmm. I, part of me would love to think that this is all entirely based upon their conduct. The, the Supreme mm-hmm. Court justices were um, removed from office. I would love to think this is all based on their con uh, on their conduct. Um, <laughs> somehow, I kind of doubt it. I, I I'm beginning to hatch this idea that there is kind of a expedient plot developing. Okay. Um, well, because we're sitting here getting rid of. You know, an entire Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. What I worry about is who's going to replace them. Right. And what is this going to do for West Virginia? And how long will we be stuck dealing with it? Like, mm-hmm. how, how much of West Virginia's future just kind of went up in smoke? Well, part of it says we part of it you won't have to deal with for long because there is unlike the federal Supreme Court, they mm-hmm. only get six years max, and then they have to be revoted in. So if they really screw up that bad, we can send them back on down the road and go thanks, but you you can't serve anymore. Um. And part of me, looking at some of these people that serve in public office, Mm -hmm. thinks they should have to pass some testing. How about some history testing? You know, we make people learn the Constitution before they become citizens. Maybe the people running for any public office from Chamber of Commerce, to county commission, all the way up, should at least be able to cover the base constitution, you know, the, you know, freedom of speech, freedom of this, freedom of that. Let's see them do that. Shouldn't be that hard. Well, but I think a lot of what we're seeing right now is mm-hmm. that we're kind of aiming for a revisionist, version mm-hmm. of the Constitution 
Um, and it, mm-hmm. and actually, I if I remember another article I read this week, um, there are a few states um, in which legislation has been introduced um, to actually have another um, basically a constitutional meeting. Um, to sit there and alter the Constitution. Well, that would have to. There's actually a process for that to well, alter there or is, change but the I'm Constitution. But I'm saying there are states. There, there mm-hmm. has been legislation introduced in states trying to make that happen. So the Constitution, well, as we know it, would be changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and. That worries me. That's a scary, scary concept. When you think about how many election cycles are we um, from stacking, because, you know, throwing gerrymandering in there and creating these Republican or pro-Republican voting blocks, um, That that really concerns me when we stop and think about how far does this have to go before mm-hmm. we're at a point in which they have the numbers to go ahead mm-hmm. and change the Constitution. Because, again, well, you're talking they, about, oh, the Supreme Court justices are only in for a couple of years. A couple of years right. is a long time. Um, There's a countdown that I keep looking at every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But to change the Constitution, it requires three-fourths of the United States governors to ratify a comfort constitutional meeting. Three-fourths. But again, how many so election have... cycles? I know. But it's going to take that's, a lot because it took a lot to get the original done. People don't realize it mm-hmm. took almost three years for the original to get done, and it's not the original Constitution. Before that, we had the Articles of Confederation. 1776 was not when the Constitution was signed. It wasn't signed until like the late 80s, early to late 80s. Of 1700s. Before then, it was the Constitution. Before the Constitution, it was the Articles of Confederation that ran the United States. It, it just. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. It, it's there are so many things that that we were taught in school. Mm-hmm. As hard facts, these were hard, mm-hmm. solid things um, mm-hmm. that have just become so I, while I understand everything is not going to be permanent there's just mm-hmm. some things you come mm-hmm. to grow up with that you think are going to be pretty difficult to change mm-hmm. that this is this is pretty concrete um, mm-hmm. And I think that's been the most problematic, troubling part of mm-hmm. 
Trump as president is mm-hmm. it's kind of like everything's jello nailed to a tree. Right. That it's it's so abstract that facts don't matter, nothing really matters. It's all mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. whatever works that day, however we want yeah. to interpret it today. Um, mm-hmm. That, yeah, that, mm, I guess that's where I'm at. Right. As long as it works today, it'll work tomorrow. No, not really. Yeah. It won't work that way. Sorry. Oh, that's you know, you know, people in general, you got to watch. You got to be ready. You got to have an idea of, okay, here's, you know, what today is, not what tomorrow is. You know, mm-hmm. and you got to not just be back on your laurels going, oh, we won. Isn't it lovely? We now have this right. It's been given to us. Well, it wasn't given. There were many people that fought very hard for it. Mm-hmm. Um, many people that had to move because of idiots. Many people that had to switch things and change things in their life to make other things happen. Yes. Well, and while I get that, it, it, it's more so it, – I wasn't even talking about, you know, kind of the new, uh, you know, kind of the changes that we have had come through – recent reg- legislation or come through recent support uh, Supreme Court battles. Um, mm-hmm. But more so just the, the general principle that mm-hmm. – general principle that generally mm-hmm. run our country are now mm-hmm. completely open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. That, oh, it's just kind of, you know, whatever – um that right. that's specifically what I mean. Um that right. that's something that, you know, that important. Um Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. It is very much that, you know, they don't get it. I really am at the point that people do not get it. I'm not calling them stupid, just calling them they don't care. If it doesn't affect them right now, this moment, sometimes I think people don't have the brain for it. Well, and I think in general, most people do tend to live that way. Um, mm-hmm. and, and again, not that I don't totally understand, or not that I'm totally without understanding for that. Um, mm-hmm. It really is hard to be fully invested in everything going on the world or in the world at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been hit on some major ones. Yeah, the, these aren't little tiny aspects of life that you could easily overlook and not be part of. Right. Pretty big. Pretty big. Yeah. Not, Very not, big not really a small thing, no. No. But. Not really getting smaller. You know, people think that I'm annoying because I get up in arms about certain things. It's 
because of mm-hmm. small things that build up into big things. Or I get in a mood about something. Well, I get in a mood because it's like, hmm, well, we've seen this before, and then this is what happened afterwards. We've seen this yeah. behavior before, and this is what happened afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like, well, I don't get it. Why you get so upset about not being able to smoke in the freaking central of wherever? Well, let's see. The last time a society did this, they also built internment camps and ovens and sanctioned people on where they could live. We've seen this show before. It doesn't end pretty. Well, there is that. Yeah. You know, when we're having debate over the bathrooms, that's a debate we had back in the 50s and 60s. What was it? Moore versus... Um, That one I do not know off the top of my head. The power of Google will take it on. Consult the almighty Google. Yes. Moore versus Hamilton, Southern in school district. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's like, we've already done this, people. Can we stop wasting time? We've got bigger issues to move on. We've got to work on well, things like, oh, I don't know. Let's work on containing and handling the food supply for an ever-growing population. <laughs> Let's kind of deal with, I don't know, cleaning up the water. No. About Didn't you keep up with this week? Or, well, this month, even? Um, we we well, already decided that you know asbestos is great, and um, sure, dump it in our water stream. We don't care. Mm-hmm. That oh, but it I causes mean, cancer. Nope, still dumping it into our water stream. Yep, especially in West Virginia. Well, yes. You know, dump it into the water stream, pour it over the ocean. They don't, you know, it's, we're so busy worrying about what a freaking cheese puff tweets. We're so busy worrying about what this one said or what that one said that we're not paying attention to the things that matter, taking time to educate, taking time to learn certain things. You know, about another culture, about another belief system, about another lifestyle. Doesn't mean you have to take it up and live it. Believe me. You know, it's like you don't see me, you know, trying to convert everyone over to polyamory because it's just so great and wonderful. Why sit here and, you know, waste time? on threatening a 12-year-old child. Well, yes. 
I think that's definitely the more important aspect of it that is lost on most people and or or it has been lost in this conversation. Um mm-hmm. or especially involving Maddie. Um mm-hmm. is that you know if you want to try to have this conversation and debate Leave the child alone. The child is not the one you need to be having this conversation and debate with. And I use the words conversation and debate very loosely because with the point in which you're making threats, it's not really a conversation. Mm-mm. You know. But it's again, no longer a conversation. This is where we're at. Yeah. So we are yeah. back to nineteen fifty eight. All we need is for some stupid governor to stand in a doorway. Mm-hmm. But well, with that, I think we've just about hit time for a commercial break. And yep. then we're gonna yeah. come back and discuss some wonderful terms. Um, We had a bunch left on the list that we didn't get to last week. So, yeah, we'll be back with you in a few minutes. And you'll find us at www.themagichappens.com Your free online magazine. Are you looking for loving, caring, spiritual answers? Then you need to give Rainy a call. Her number is 303-416-2977. She's able to give you a reading, see what your life path holds, plus what the angels and crossover loved ones has to say about it. Visit PsychicRainyLove.com for more details. And remember, Rainy spelled R-A-I-N-E. As a busy modern woman, I'm constantly on the go. Having to make multiple stops while I'm out shopping or getting things done just doesn't work for me. That's why I love going to the Crystal Lotus Shop for every one of my metaphysical needs. They have all the basics like stones, candles, sage, plus they carry jewelry, herbs, cards, a variety of unique gifts, and several other items you're probably looking for. Uh Uh-oh, sounds like my husband's old college injury flared up again. That's okay. I can count on the team of healers at the Crystal Lotus to fix him right up. They offer massage, Reiki, Kalamni, as well as other energy modalities, all performed by licensed, highly trained, and gifted practitioners. And while he's being taken care of, I'll sit down and get some guidance by one of their accomplished psychic readers. Oh, and did I mention they do custom orders and have gift certificates as well? They even offer yoga several days a week for all levels of experience. Plus, the last Saturday of every month, they have Psychic Saturday, where they offer discounts on readings as well as many healing sessions. Stop in to meet Shauna and the rest of the family there. They're located at 89 Old Main Plaza in St. Albans, where the Loop Pharmacy used to be. Or give them a call at 304-729-8055. Crystal Lotus. 
taking the spirit where the body cannot go. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Did you know that you can have a reading with ASIN in person? Or you can reach him by phone, chat, or even text message. You should really check out his site, asinite.com, or give him a call. His number is 304-584-3592. Have a cup of your favorite topics with your hosts, Asin Knight and Rain Love. There's nothing like a good conversation to warm your soul and give your spirit a break now and then. Asin and Love have such a wonderful way of exploring topics like psychic phenomena, important topics in our daily lives from a psychic's point of view, and you never know who else will stop by. The Psychic Coffee Shop live on Blog Talk Radio. So come on in. We made a fresh cup of Java just for you. everyone so you know last show we were talking about with different terms and you know it's a big list so now it's time for the rest of them Joe you lead off all right Um, well with the kind of the biggest one out of the way um, and we touched on a few of these um, as well it kind of in the cross conversation. Um, but yeah, so I thought I'd go through some of the rest of the list, um, kind of alphabetically. 
Um, and that starts with allyship. Um, now, uh, their definition, I, I really, this is probably the most succinct one you'll ever get. The action of working to end depression through support of and as an advocate with and for a group other than one's own. Um, that's probably the most succinct definition of allyship and the one that I can kind of get behind. That this this is basically what an ally is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it really probably sums it up better than any other definition I've ever seen. Yeah. Very legalized. Well, yes. Don't you? Yeah, that one sounds like the law department got a hold of it. Well, you know, that's kind of where a lot of where this may end up, but it's also a lot of, it's very succinct. This is it. Mm -hmm. This is what you do. Um, Mm -hmm. If I had to go any further on it, it would also be in trying to understand above everything else. Right. Trying to doesn't mean you necessarily do understand, but you've made the attempt. Right. And you don't have to in like you this is something you don't get is you don't Right. You know something else about allyship is people people a lot of people don't even have to see it the same way. They don't even have to agree. The only thing they have to agree is that everybody's human. Yeah. Okay. And that's what it comes down to some people, because at my old bar, there was this grandma. She came in every Wednesday, sat down, brought a plate of cookies, and watched the show. Shared the cookies with all the boys, but watched the show. Then got up with Mm. her little purse and her empty tray, and out the door she went. Mm. Come to find out she was actually one of the girls' One of my former's grandmothers come to see her granddaughter perform. She'd never missed a baseball game. Why would she miss a show? She wasn't that bad of a cookie baker either. That's what we're talking about when it comes to allyship to me. You don't have to understand it. You don't have to get it. You have to be human and do your job in that person's life. Well, on an individual ally, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... I think on the group level, maybe try to understand a little more. Not, I uh, see it's that agree that's catching me though. Mm-hmm. Like I want to sit here and be like, yeah, and, and then I have to roll it back. It's like not quite. Um, right. Because I've, I've I've kind of had a different experience with that. Um, okay. As in, I've worked with... Bring it to the table. One woman in particular pops in my head, and I worked with her, and she fell in that category of she's sweet and she meant well. Um, Mm -hmm. But at the same time, she didn't understand. She wasn't going to understand. She wasn't really trying to understand. But she had a, quote-unquote, gay friend. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, she was cool with me, 
Um, but at the same time, I don't really think that changed like her overall perspective. Right. Like she's not going to go out and vote for gay marriage. She is not going to go out and like you know hold a sign, call her senator. She, this is not where she was at. Um, and so I think sometimes it gets really confusing that we we have to watch out for trying to over-broaden that definition um, mm-hmm. because you end up with people that say things like, I'm not a racist, I have black friends, or I'm mm-hmm. not a homophobe, I have gay friends. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a little different. That's not being an ally. Right. You know, when you can simultaneously sit there and be like, I don't want this particular group of people to say be able to marry, but it's not because I'm racist or homophobic. I have friends who are of a race or of a, you know, orientation, et cetera. Um, Uh No. That's you know we need to be careful not to confuse that as someone who's an ally just because they have a friend that is. That's not an mm-hmm. ally. That's just someone you know. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, you're not an ally of, for them. You find weird one, weird allies though. Okay. You know, um, people you don't expect to be allies. Probably one of the most impressive cases I've ever had of an ally. Wouldn't see him as an ally. Great guy. Redneck as all can be. Drives a pickup. Mm-hmm. Littered with tools. Covered in mud. Goes hunting, mm-hmm. fishing, all that. I'm at a coven meeting, and we're entertaining a possible new member. And the ladies scooter on out to, out of the room because they, you know, the ladies who need to go deal with something, not a big deal. They've done this before. Me and, you know, a couple others, this is when I was still in training, was sitting around, a bunch of us guys talking. And the new member starts spouting off about Disney and, you know, how he was homosexual and how terrible it was and blah, 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 blah. There's me, the gay guy. There's the bi guy. And there's a straight redneck. Mm-hmm. I politely get up and leave the room. The bi guy does his normal talky, talky, talky. The redneck sits there. Doesn't say a word. Next mm-hmm. day, I get a phone call from um, our lady at the time. And she says, tell me about such and such. You know, and I... Well, it wasn't a big deal. You know, he's got some viewpoints that's going to need work, but, you know, blah, blah, blah. Tell her the conversation. She says, well, okay. Hangs up. Calls me back about an hour later and goes, so this is what that conversation was about. I got a complaint this morning about the new affluent. I go, oh, Blue called you? No. Okay, who called you? Well, such and such called me. I was shocked as all get out. He was, the, the reason he didn't get up and leave the room 
or say anything was he was trying to figure out how not to kill the guy. Okay. Yeah. Would never have expected it out of the straight guy. One of the best guys, highest guys I ever have a thought to now. He's the one that had the issue. Those are where you found the allies. You don't find them in the ones that are carrying the blue signs or the pink signs or the red signs or the green signs or show up for the marches. Those are not the ones that are going to change public policy. You find them same place everywhere else. Um, the ones that not understand it, but kind of cool with it. May not be the loudest voice, but they'll back you when things happen. That's my view about where you found allies. Well, they don't get it, and but they I don't think it's anybody else's business. Mm-hmm. Well, and I get you there. Um, mm-hmm. But that, that sometimes a little misleading. Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily take everyone who sits quietly as the person who's going to back you. No, not the one who's on the back you. Wasn't looking for a backing. But mm-hmm. that's the reason we've gotten as far as we had is because now they have, you know, back in the 60s, well, well I don't know anybody that way. Everything's got to be true that they say in the media. Yeah. Now it's my uncle is, my son is, my granddaughter is. That's why, you know, being able to be open has begun changing so many people's view because it's no longer, well, them up there north or them down there in the south. It's your neighbor. Yeah. It's the person you work with. Yeah. Those are the ones that are changing the viewpoints. Well, and that's true. Mm-hmm. And I do see that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I, mm-hmm. I still kind of have that kind of. Mm, I watch on. I, I'm just saying, watch on necessarily mm-hmm. who you consider an ally. Um, right. Don't want to make it overly broad. Because what you're describing but is take... basically an ally. But at the right. same time, um, could have just as easily gone a totally different direction. Very much an easily mm-hmm. different direction. So let's move so on to the that, next one. Andro- yeah. yeah. Let's oh, move on to Androgyny. Androgyny. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, person with um, masculine and feminine physical traits. Mm-hmm. I think we're all and familiar. I think this one can, you were probably pretty well all familiar with that. Um, what comes to mind when I see that is Boy George. Good one. Yeah. Um, you know, that blending there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and to a certain extent, uh, RuPaul. Very much. You know, he um, appears very much, you know, androgynistic. Love his suits, though. Well, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think we've covered that one. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's a romantic. A rom. Oh, gosh, this is where it gets confusing. Aromantic orientation generally characterized by not feeling romantic attraction or a desire for romance. 
aromantic people can be satisfied by friendship and other non-romantic relationships. So, yeah, that one is, yeah. I think, it, it's the romantic side of asexual to an extent, um, yeah. but it can also be someone who is sexual but not romantic. Mm-hmm. So you can be asexual and aromantic. You can be asexual but romantic. You can be sexual but aromantic. Um mm-hmm. A lot of options there. Well, um, in general, there's options nowadays. Well, yeah. But as, as far have, as describing um, people, I think we all have run across someone who just isn't romantic. And it, it's a little more than, you know, I always have a problem when we start talking about romantic and aromantic. Um, because a lot of people, when they think romance, they're thinking in terms of like the grand gestures, mm-hmm. you know, the, the person who books the hotel and does the great big giant proposal and they're, you know, we, we've got this movie idea of romance that isn't exactly reality. No, it isn't reality. Reality is, you know, they remember to get your coffee. The reality is they reach over and hold your hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The reality is, you know, they look and see a need and they fix it. Or they plan dinner for the next week so you don't have to. Those, to me, are romantic ideas. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pr- I practical romantic. Um, planning a vacation and sweeping me off my feet is a wonderful idea. Just check the calendar first. Um, or, you know, this, I don't know, I think romance has gotten hollerized so much that people forget about the simple romances. And then we look at a romantic who doesn't do that. You know, they're satisfied yeah, we- with just spending time with you. Well, with, with aromantic, it may not even be that. It may be they have sexual relationships, which are kind of one thing, mm-hmm. but then they, they don't really have that romantic attachment. Like, they're not in love with you. They're not going to be in love with you. You know, mm-hmm. they may be friends with you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that situation, but it's not really going to... Like, this is a friends with benefits kind of right. potential. You know, they, right. they care about your well-being generally, not really going to do a whole lot to do anything about that. Right. You know, and I think we're seeing a lot of expression of this right now. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's where a lot of, uh, generationally speaking at least, um, I think that's a lot of where millennials are. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think at this point it's not even an orientation so much as, like, a choice. Is Mm -hmm. that, 
you know, what do you do? I, I think there's a problem on the millennial side of how do you form a relationship, a romantic relationship, when you can't really support yourself? Um, mm-hmm. I, I think generation, generationally there is a lot of uh, – at the core of it, I think it's a lot of depression, but I, I think it's a lot of avoidance of relationships mm-hmm. from a standpoint of I can't do this right now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have the resources yes. for this. I can't be this. I I I can't afford to have another person in my life. Right. So yeah, I think well, we're seeing a lot more of it. Mm-hmm. Well, being a, I'm not part of that generation, but I think that you know, going to sound like an old man talking. Sorry, I can't do that. I think that we've gotten a lot of thought of, okay, well, you know, you have to do this or you have to do that to have a relationship. (laughs) Or you have to be able to do this to have a relationship. No. You have to breathe. You have to understand (laughs) that, you know, the two people can figure it out. Been doing that for a long time. You know, our parents. And our grandparents going through the Depression surely didn't know how to support themselves. Um, surely didn't know how to, you know, angle things, how to set things up. They didn't have this big plan of, okay, we'll go have this big grand honeymoon. And then after that, we'll, you know, go bouncing around here and, you know, we'll have this grand old house. And I think that that's a lot of what the millennials are trying to figure out how to do in their own way, in their own time. You know, we got all scooped with the idea of the perfect 50s house. Well, that's not how it happened. Sorry. Well, yeah. 50, you know, you know, a lot of times you moved in with the groom's, you know, family or the, you know, wife's family. You went on mm-hmm. dates of, you know, going to the park, going for a walk. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that this generation, or even the society, let's even skip the generation. The society gets that. Some of the best Mm -hmm. dates I've ever had is going for a hike and looking at a waterfall. And And being unplugged. Or going for a drive and losing cell phone signal. And the only thing you've got well, is conversation well, and going, what's around the next curve? Well, while, that's, while that works for dating, mm-hmm. I think it's also more a consideration of, okay, I can't afford to live on my own. You can't afford to live on your own. Mm-hmm. So if neither of us can do that, okay, what's the likelihood that we can do it together? Mm-hmm. Um, and then how do we handle everything else? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think realistically we're at least, and again, going back genera- generationally, um, mm-hmm. we're kind of the most in-debt and underemployed right. um, that has existed for 
a few generations at least. Mm. And I, I think I'd there's say a, at least I'm three, possibly there. four. Yeah, there there's a struggle there to mm-hmm. how how do you try to make a romantic commitment to someone mm-hmm. when realistically um you're not at a point that you can take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the struggle. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of people choosing to be a little aromantic at the moment, even though they have a romantic orientation. Right. You know, and I think a lot of people worry too much. You know, other mm-hmm. our grandparent grandparents and or great grandparents, depending on how often your family decides to do it, figured mm-hmm. it out. They were they you know, very much in debt, very much married the good guy, the quality football player, the one that was the top on the team. And then right after that, the crash happened. Mm-hmm. They were living in cars. Tense, driving state to state, finding whatever. And this is where we've had the problem. On a mm-hmm. large scale, with the millennials, they weren't taught about the depression. They were taught, yeah, the stock market crashed, it was hard everywhere, there was a lot of doubt, job, nobody had jobs, food kitchens, everything else. They weren't taught the real, well, the real also, life experience there. Well, but we're also learning from the experience of our parents, Mm -hmm. many of whom divorced, um, Mm -hmm. and and I think we're starting to really question whether marriage is important. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, at least least in our younger years, as in we're, we're not rushing out at 18 and getting married. We're not really freaking out about it in our 20s. 30s, we're starting to go, okay, let, let, let's, let's try to wrap this up and, uh, you know, move towards something a little more meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a big change. Yeah, it is a big change. It is a big idea. Um, it's a big different story than a lot of people were sold. Yes. Well, and especially since it didn't work, and we watched that with our parents. Um, whether right. you had divorced parents or, like me, you had parents that ought to have been divorced. Like mm-hmm. really, Or like me, that you had yeah, parents that like would have paid off for... to work. Well, well I, yeah. I mean, for me, it was kind of like, you know, if you'd like to give me something inexpensive for Christmas, my birthday, forever, um, you know, both. Get a divorce. That would have been great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and but I think we watched that, and for some people, it, it kind of changed their thoughts on romance. That this isn't permanent. This is kind of a thing. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. more about you know utilities. It's not really about love mm-hmm. or commitment. Um, especially mm-hmm. in cases where there was infidelity and things like that. 
mm-hmm. um, in what was supposed to have been a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Right. I, I think it's good that we're stopping and questioning. And looking like, at where you want to go. What we want to do is, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now let's well, move on to one of the ones that hit home, the bear community. Yes, the bear community is the one that I think we had the most uh, reaction to. So I'll yeah, go ahead and read like it. Hall? It is. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, Bear community, a part of the queer community composed of queer men similar in looks and interests, most of them big, hairy, friendly, and affectionate. The community aims to provide spaces where one feels wanted, desired, and liked. It nourishes and values an individual's process of making friends, of learning self-care and self-love through the unity and support of the community. Bears, cubs, otters, wolves, chasers, admirers, and other wildlife comprise what has come to be known as the Brotherhood of Bears and or the Bear Community. See also Ursula. So we'll get to Ursula at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, just side note, alphabetically, it's way down the list. I think it actually is like 40. It is 40 on the list. I've got yeah, and see... Secondary side note: We may get to Ursula, but please understand we we, don't, we neither one of us agree with that. I looked at the definition. I, I don't agree with it. You don't agree with it either. We like our cars running, ladies. I mm, I, I think I was more traumatized by the first part. Like, I'll, I'll okay. just go ahead and accept Ursula, like, whatever. Like, okay, fine. Yeah, that's what, that's, that's what we got. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm sitting there reading the definition for bears, and I'm going, did they pull this out of the 70s? Because I don't know. I, I don't think that's what the bears have been for a while now. Mm-mm. I think that one may have, uh, uh, I don't know. I think that definition may have expired. I think it expired a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that, I'm not even sure, even during the 70s, that it was existently as it was portrayed. Yeah, this is a really feel-good, huggy Kind of yeah. Definition. Yeah, and it's not what the bears are. I don't think so. I don't know. I I think on some level it might be kind of what we aspire to. Mm-hmm. But no, trying to define it as what we are. I. I. So, um, yeah, so that leaves us with, uh, what do you think bears are? Well, I think bears are men that have meat on them, men that don't fit into the white party stereotype of thin, hairless, polished, you know, existential, more caring about 
you know, other people and other things comparative to what goes on. I think bears tend to be hairy. You know, if we need to paint a room, great. We can make Martha Stewart drool, but at the same time, if we've got to work on a car, we can work on a car. I think that we as a community tend to be the ones putting the work in, planning it out, making it more long-term longevity. Um, Just kind of being blunt about that one because I know there's some – what I call old Glinda fairies out there. Oh, but that ain't it. Yes, it is. Um, we tend to do the heavy lifting when we need to do the heavy lifting. Um, yeah, we're big. We got high cholesterol, but at the same time, we know how to have fun. We're not the type to really go on these fab diets um, in general. I've met very few that go popping through the this and that and another and all this is trendy, so I'm going to go do that. We tend to make our own trends. What do you think bears are? Well, I, I kind of – I don't disagree. Um, okay. But I'm kind of thinking that there's, like, two communities now. Um, okay. It's almost like there's an actual bear community, and then there's kind of – I'm running through different words to try to describe it. Character is coming to mind, but um, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of this – oh, I, I debate doing this, but it's like a faux bear community. It's the Okay, let's hear about the coffee car- bears. Well, yeah, the the faux community is kind of the people who look the part but still act more atypical than the bear community. That you know they're they're trying to be kind of chubby, hairy, and circuit boys, mm-hmm. which is confusing. I don't know how that was supposed mm-hmm. to work, but I don't know. It, it's kind of Part of me wants to go, okay, the bear community evolved, but then I actually see people that it's like, no, really, they get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I think we're we're almost becoming a community that's a little harder to define than it's ever been. That, mm-hmm. that we had this thing going. It was a cool thing. It, it was working. Life was great. And... Mm-hmm trying to be really careful and not body shame people. But I think at some level, it also became a refuge for people that may have aged or grown out of um, the more general gay community. Mm Mm-hmm. Like because I've met a few of those. I've met a lot of yeah. those actually. Um, mm-hmm. that, that don't understand, that have no clue, that are way too interested in partying. Mm-hmm. It's, don't get me wrong, I'm cool with parties. I just mean mm-hmm. I don't go out and drink every night, and that's probably a bad idea for most people. Um, you know, alcohol is wonderful in moderation. Um, 
in you balance, know, Mallory. Just a, just a but yeah. I can see where you're at. I think that there is mm-hmm. a few different bear communities. Um, and I think that it's locational-based, too, a little bit more than what it used to be. But there is a clique. There is a bear mafia out there a lot. Mm. Yeah, I had the misfortune of running into that um, mm-hmm. once upon a time and living somewhere else, not West Virginia. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I made myself a persona non grata. Um, mm-hmm. I was young. Um, said something in hindsight that I probably ought not to have said. I still don't think I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, But at the same time, I I said it – it was one of those things that I said to the wrong person. Um, And without realizing quite the weight and influence they carried um, and how quickly they could make my life miserable. Right. You live, make their life happy. Yeah, but, I you know, we even that... have it here in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a little mafia running around in the gay community, you know, and I don't know. I don't fit in it. It's never been my style. I'll make my judgment. I really don't like passing men around. They kind of get annoying. Um, but also within that, you know, I think that that's what people now see as the bear community. I don't think that they see it the way the bear book has it or the way that, you know, some, you know, it originally started out as guys that did not fit into Twink City. Bigger, hairier outlaws. um, Ones that don't go after the latest fad. Ones that, you know, maybe look like they're in flannel all the time. Well, and I think part of the issue is that that specific part of the definition, the people that didn't fit into Twin City. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of those people are welcome and should be welcomed, and I don't have a problem with that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that the influence they've had um, mm-hmm. on the community has made it a little hard for some of us to understand and keep up. Um, mm-hmm. Just from a standpoint of this wasn't the bear community we originally moved into. Um, mm-hmm. Our neighborhood changed, and I think that's why I'm having a little problem trying to put this definition onto what currently exists. Right. Because I think that what currently exists, I don't know what it is. Yes. It's not the bear community from my days. Is And that's a lot, with me, that's a lot of communities. Because mm-hmm. they're not the way they were, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's so aggravating. You walk up, you got to have a conversation with what you think. Because the outer shell looks like a big old papa bear. Nice beard, Mm. decent body, dressed well, 
maybe not in the latest fashions, but dressed well. And glitter and ruby slippers falls out of his mouth. And the boys, well, you know, you question if he's got his shock a little bit too tight. You know, maybe he needs to go up mm. a size. Um, and we should point out, this, it's not like we're the only community that has gone through this. Um, the leather community, very much the same thing. It's, it's, it's really easy to buy leather. Um, mm-hmm. And there are people, you know, within the leather community that may not understand the community side of it, but they own lots mm-hmm. of leather. Lots yes, of leather, but don't. Um, so they can don't know look how to the use. part. They, mm-hmm. they, but more importantly, they look the part, even if they mm-hmm. are not understanding. Right of you know of the community side of it, and I think that's a right. lot of what the bear community has gone through. Is we have a lot of lookalike bears, mm-hmm. um, that. Mm, I think all it's kind of a surface level bear. <laughs> the bear ends below the skin. Right. The 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 core of of this person and their understanding is not really bear. It right. maybe something entirely different, but not bear. Um. I don't know if that's an educational problem. I don't know if it's we were too welcoming. I don't know. Like, I don't want to say, like, we should throw them out. I, I, um, that's no. not where I'm at. I'm just thinking maybe there needs to be some information shared. Well, I think there because needs to be information shared. You know, I think there needs to be. Sorry. It, it ends up being ignorance that comes out as insult. It's right. like, I don't think they're trying to be insulting. I really don't. Right. But I think a lot of it is, and especially if they come over, because I swear to God they come in packs. Um, but some of the, the people that come into the bear community come in as a pack. And mm-hmm. they're like, okay, we're going to bear now. Um, and so we're going to grow some facial hair, and we're not going to worry about waxing and shaving, and we're going to be cool. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to be unwelcoming. Like, they are welcome. Um, it's just kind of like, well, but there's a little more to it than that. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a little more involved. Mm-hmm. Like don't don't just go and like buy yourself some some fur, and um, or more importantly, stop buying razors, and think that okay, mm-hmm. I'm a bear now. Um, right. no, no. Mm-mm. doesn't quite work that way. You end up insulting people. But 
Facebook. And on the other side of that page, you know, not only do you insult them, but then you, you know, you go pushing, well, this is what a bear is. And it's like, mm, no, you look like a dumb fool. Um, and no, that's not how this works. Good try. And it's kind of things like, especially because, you know, there's designed apps for our community. Mm-hmm. And I run into, you know, you know, they'll start wolfing at me. And it's like, well, thank you. That's nice. Don't even know what the term is. They just know that's what you do because that's what the magazine mm-hmm. says you do or that's what the book says. No, well, you're basically yeah. going to get a thank you and move on. Well, yes. Well, and I guess it, it, while we're on the subject of the bear community, um, there's two other words in this definition that um, also have created trauma for me. Uh-huh. And that's chasers and admirers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, can we touch on those for a second? Sure. Yes, I know we're running out of time. We've got 10 minutes left, but um, we can chasers and admirers. Um, I've had a lot of trauma out of those two. Technically, mm-hmm. as, as far as I'm concerned, it's now the exact same thing. Whether you're a chaser or an admirer, you're the same thing. Um, and what those two terms are supposed to basically mean are people who are not part, well, who are not typically bears, but do find bears attractive. Now, chasers goes one step further, and it's more about seeking out a relationship with them. Um, admirers are normally people who just enjoy the company of and you know visually seeing larger men um, or bearish men. Chasers, however, <coughs> I, I've gotten to the point I, I have a real trouble or I have a real trouble like even talking to them um, mm-hmm. just because there have been so so many. That it's it, it borderlines between that point where it's like, oh, you find me attractive, that's really cool, and oh my god, my body is a fetish for you. I I'm basically I I'm I'm leather, I'm mm-hmm. human, like I'm I'm a pelt. That's that's what you're telling me because you will run into people that you you quickly realize the entire reason they are talking to you is because you are of a certain size and a certain furry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if anything changes there, that attraction mm-hmm. is dead. Like right. moving on to the next one. Mm-hmm. That's kind of to me like that's a fine line and it's really hard to describe where like where that line is um but i've ha- i've had conversations and you usually figure it out the mm-hmm. line stops at skin deep well there's they that don't, yes you know when they don't get the idea of oh well you know 
this and this is going on, or, you know, they go, well, how you doing, what you doing, and you tell them what you're doing, and they don't get a clue. They don't go, yeah. oh, okay, well, that kind of sounds interesting. Well, what do you think about this or that? Well, it's, it's That's also where the line been, gets for me. Well, for me, it's more so been the point in which, and this is what I was kind of saying, it, it only usually takes me a few minutes to figure out, mm-hmm. okay, like, I'm going to get trauma if we keep going. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've actually had conversations where I ended up actually quite angry um, because I'm talking to someone who apparently has this very stereotypical image of what a bear is to them, and the key mm-hmm. part is to them. Um, mm-hmm. not to mention that whole stereotype thing. Um, mm-hmm. and I've had things said to me that I'm just sitting there going, how did you get the idea that would even remotely be something I'm interested in? Um, mm-hmm. like I, I've had people say things like, um, you know, oh my God, I think you're so hot. I would just love to spend all day feeding you. Mm-hmm. Okay, alarm bells. Okay, mm-hmm. alarm bells. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you just say? Um, you know, like, wait a second, wait a mm-hmm. second, wait a second. That's a different community. Those are called yeah. feeders and gainers. I'm neither. Right. I'm not interested in making yeah. you larger. I'm not interested in becoming larger. Mm-hmm. I, my goal is not to see how much food I can force into my body to because I just love getting bigger and bigger and bigger, which is kind of where the feeder gainer community is. Um, yeah. that, that's a different place. That's a different zip code. Um, and, but when you have someone say that to you, it's just kind of, I don't know. I always feel that need like, okay, I need a cold shower. Like, oh, no. I understand that feeling because you, I understand that feeling because, you know, I get a different side of that. Mm -hmm. It isn't the, oh, let me feed you. I want to feed you. It's the, oh, I just want to sit at your feet all day. I ain't got time for that. Oh, yeah. You know, or, oh, you know, own me. And it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. dear God, I ain't got time for that either. And, oh, yeah, what aggravates me is when they don't let that craziness out of the bag until, you know, you're halfway through dinner. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no, that ain't the bear community. That ain't even the good leather community. I don't know what you've been reading or watching, but return it and request a refund. Well, yeah. But, no. And I think sometimes that's the largest problem is we do have people that their only introduction to our communities, to people, to others, to trying to find themselves, even, even with such nifty list of terms, 
is mm-hmm. the internet, and they don't know people who are. They <laughs> they they know at best a you know a, a forum post on a topic or mm-hmm. a website on a thing that interests them, and yeah, that's not. Hmm, that means warning labels is what that means. That's like, I, I need right. like a, I, I need a trigger warning. I do. I need, I'm like, that's someone, when you create that profile, please put a trigger warning in your description so that I know that there's going to be at least one moment where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, no, he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. Just saying mm-hmm. those words. Words. But well, guys, I we're at the end of our time. I will be at Crystal Lotus tomorrow evening. Later, because I'm you know pulling out the other rabbit in my hat and being a reverend for a little while. And then I'll be back next Tuesday. And of course, Tech Joe will be back with us next Friday at nine yes. p.m. And who knows what we'll be talking about. I have a figuring it'll be some more alphabet soup and, yep. you know, some cheese puff discussion and probably even some interesting facts about somebody's website getting hacked or, you know, whatever else is going on in our world. As crazy as it is, bears will bring it to you. So until next week, have a great night, y'all. Good night, y'all. Good night, Joe. Good night. Oh,